Welcome to Wow with JR, a podcast designed to help motivate others to grow by integrating practical skills, leadership principles, and teaching elements of the wilderness into our everyday lives. Now, for your host, Junior Humphrey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast. I want to um, take just a moment for those of you that are listening and say, Welcome. Because on the other end, we have people viewing. And um, yes, I said that right, viewing. So today is our first time ever trying out a video podcast. And man, let me tell you, today's topic reigns well with this uh, whole setup we have going here. Um, Today we're talking about knowing your limits. And I will tell you, knowing your limits when doing a video podcast and getting set up for this kind of thing. If you don't have the right equipment, it is a ton of work. If you are viewing, I'm going to throw up a few photos in this video here to show you kind of what's going on in the background and just kind of the plethora of things we have going on right now just to make this work and bring this content to you. And I wanted you to know as well that we are studying hard and working hard on uh, and training ourselves on how to bring great content, how to... Um, vlog and do videos well we are putting in the time and effort to learn this that way we can bring you good content not only for um, your weekly podcast but also for uh, future class material or just vlog content whatever social media we're learning and we're trying to be as professional as possible about it but still be raw and real because that's who we are we're not looking for absolute perfection we're just looking to perfect something that we're given to you guys that way it's served well to you you're treated well you're served well um, you're thought of so with that being said we are working very hard on that but um yeah so today um thank you for joining us and um we're going to see how this video thing works and and we'll kind of evaluate this moving forward whether or not we're going to continue to do so so if you do or if you are listening and you want to view this uh jump over on youtube Type in Wilderness ILD, and it'll bring up our YouTube account. From there, you can find this video. Um, It'll be posted up soon. Yeah, so let's dive in. So today, we're talking about knowing your limits, and you you know how we do it here. We're going to add a little bit of wilderness in with some kind of everyday life practicalities. So, but to kind of set this up and start this well... First, I'm going to take us to Fort Payne, Alabama. Now, you guys have heard in the past in different podcasts of just the journey there. So I, I used to work for a guide service there. Uh, shout out to True Adventure Sports. Love them. Uh, should look them up, check them out, go do an adventure with them, tell them Junior sent you. Um, but yeah, so one of the kind of underlined kind of inside staff challenge things, per se, was there was a certain spot called Eberhart Point. It was like point something elevation and 400 feet. Like, there was, oh, sorry, 400 foot elevation gain and point, point eight miles, I think. So it was intense, very, very intense. And I think the, the average time goal was 16 minutes. That's you trek your way to the bottom, and your time starts at the bottom of the canyon in the river. And you hike your way all the way back up to the trailhead at the parking lot, and that's where your 
16 minutes is supposed to end. So that's where our story starts today, kind of taking that in the wilderness. That's my watch there letting us know that it may rain and we have some storms coming our way. So give me just a moment. Let's go on an adventure. It's pretty cool. For those of you listening, that's what my coffee mug says. And I'm sipping on some cold coffee here. But jumping back in the wilderness. So um, when I heard that, I was like, man, I, I'm, I'm an ambitious person. Anybody who knows me knows I'm pretty, pretty wild, pretty ambitious. And uh, I'm a go-go getter. So when I heard about that, I was like, man, I, I got to try to condition myself. I want to see where I'm at on this. And um, so I just went went for it one day. I was totally out of shape. Just went into this job from working um, at a church. So a lot of a lot of downtime, a lot of eating. Not a whole lot of activity other than my normal hiking that I did. So um, I get there. I get to the parking spot. And this is like my first or second week at this job. And again, I'm out of shape, a little heavy, um, definitely winded already from just getting my pack and stuff on. And um, I just had a little short, small backpack with water in it and a little first aid boo-boo kit just in case I fell or scraped my knees or something. So here we are. I'm going down, just kind of judging. The, uh, the gravel is probably about as big as my fist going down in some areas, and then it gets tiny. It's all mixed, so it's very rough terrain, very, very steep. There's a couple of switchbacks, and for those of you to, that don't know what a switchback is, it is a, it's when you're going down, and then it cuts immediately, kind of doubles back on itself. That's a switchback. So there was one, two, three three I think three or four switchbacks before you got to the river and then some ruts and everything in there so that's getting down there I get down there I'm already not too bad but just a little bit winded from the muscle usage just kind of balancing myself granted I've, I've hiked and stuff and I've pushed myself but it it had been a while because I was more or less had a desk job. So I get down to the river, and here I am. I'm sitting there, get me a sip of water. It's like, okay, I'm going to try this thing. So the first time, I did it, and I beat the 16 minutes. I did it in 15.45. 15.45 was my limit. And I wish I would have recorded that, but I did not, unfortunately. Um, but I was proud of myself. It, um it was painful. It was hard. Couldn't hardly breathe when I got back up to the top. The uh, I had like a taste of blood in my mouth where I was pumping so hard. I had a headache because my everything was just dilated from just the oxygen and blood flow pumping through my brain that hadn't been there in a very long time. So, needless to say, I was I was done. I was tired. So I come back proud of myself because I am very very bullheaded and very adamant and endurance wise when it comes to stuff like that I will push myself that's kind of reason I'm bringing this up and when we're talking about knowing your limits um excuse me sorry the allergies are are bothering me here but moving back to uh to the story here so I go back and I'm like man I beat it and then what I start doing from there at at this job we did everything from caving to rappelling to hiking to canyoneering. Um, 
mountaineering, you name it. So I, I became pretty active um, at this job, uh, hiking up and down mountains with packs of gear, anywhere from 35 to 65 pounds worth of gear um, on my back, including my harness and those kind of things, and helmet-wise and stuff like that. So I, I toned up and, and got some good endurance, and still to this day I have great endurance thanks to that job. That was two years of pure everyday workout <laughs> pretty much you got paid to be on vacation and got a free workout in in the mix of it so um well really got paid to work out too but so a few months went by and i'm almost almost a year in and i challenged myself to try it again so for those of you that know me i am a man of faith and um prayer is vital and essential for me and I think that is a base of everything, or it should be a base of everything we do. If you look at my bracelet here, it says pray first, Jesus first. Um, those are my personal beliefs, not imposing them. But if you ever want to know more, just please reach out. I will definitely be happy and glad to share that story and how you can become a part as well in a relationship there. But moving forward... Um, I get ready to go my second time, and I, I say a quick little prayer. And uh, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to ace this. So I take my watch off because I don't want to know what my time is. I, same, same story, little backpack, bottle of water, 32-ounce bottle of water. So same exact setup I had the first time. The only difference is I'm a little bit better in shape. So... Same trek down, get back to the same spot at the river, same couple drinks of water, and I have my phone in my pocket, and I hit, um, I have this thing, All Trails. Um, this is not a plug for All Trails. I am not sponsored by All Trails, but I'm just throwing this out there. Hopefully, they'll sponsor me one day. If you're listening, please do. But um, I started my All Trails, um, what do you call it? recorder and it recorded myself going up this and here in just a moment i'll even throw on the screen for those of you looking my time um of what i did this in but so i was down there and i said a quick prayer i was like lord i'm, I'm going to rely on you for this um because i know my limits my limits uh well my limits i knew had been preset hey i'm out of shape and i'm i burn out very easily and Almost died coming up the same the first time. So, um, and then something just hit my spirit. It's like pray continuously. I was like, okay. So I didn't even focus on time. I really didn't focus on my breathing. I was just literally started, and these were my exact words from start to finish when I hit that button. Holy Spirit, please give me the power and strength to make it up this mountain. Holy Spirit, please give me the power and strength to make it up this mountain. And every so often I would say, in Jesus' name, God, to you be the glory. And I just kept report, repeating that over and over and over and over and really zoned in on that. Um, so I get back up to the top and I pull out my phone and immediately hit stop because I don't want a second to go by. And um, I don't even look at the time at that point. I, I just go ahead and, and put it back in my pocket because I'm sweaty. I am tired. So tired. And I, um, I get some water, and I sit in my truck, crank the AC up, and just let it blow in my face and just enjoy that. 
cold for a moment and slide my phone out of my pocket and I look. And it was 10 minutes and something. That's incredible. And I will post a picture up here in just a moment. You'll see it if you're watching this video. Um, just the screenshot of that app and the proof that, that for one, prayer is incredible when prayer works. But for two, I did that. I challenged myself and I pushed um, and really kind of found a new limit. Um, so that's that's kind of getting us set up today of knowing your limits, knowing knowing how far to go, which kind of brings me to my next point. When have you gone too far? So with this particular story, I hadn't gone too far. I actually... Um, I grew in this moment, and we'll revisit that in a little while. But let's let's kind of camp out on the topic of um, knowing when you've gone too far with your limits. Um, kind of bringing it back into the uh, everyday, everyday kind of life. It's still pertaining a little bit to that that job. So there was times when we had long days. And we pushed ourselves, and we had to, because it was just part of the job. It was very physically daunting. And then there was times we traveled with it. And, um, you know, when we traveled, we did contract work. I won't, don't want to give a whole lot out, but we did a lot of contract work. Um, some of it was with the NFL, so we did some work with the NFL, vertical rope access stuff. It was really cool, great experience, great opportunity. So... With that, a couple years ago, I was helping with the Super Bowl. And um, I found out that I had gone too far in, in this moment. So just another quick story on that. We, um, we're here at the Super Bowl, and our job, um, quick moment, take a sip. Our job at the Super Bowl was we, we get there like a week or two before the game, set up graphics, those kind of things on rope, stay there for the game just in case anything happens, and then post-game, we tear everything back down. So uh, that was just kind of fast briefing of everything. But while we were there, there was a lot of vertical rope work, and we had limits set that no more than seven hours on rope continuously. And, um, and we stuck to that. Uh, but you got to think, getting up early, getting everything ready, getting to the job site. Then being on rope for two hours working is daunting um, for any of you who have ever worked on rope. So seven hours straight, um, our max would be 12 hours, absolute max, and that's if we were in the middle of something that absolutely needed to be finished. And a couple of those days, we pushed eight to 10 hours back-to-back, uh, -back. and not including after we got off rope because we hit our goal, we still stayed a little while. And we pushed and pushed. Um, we even helped do some of the graphics that were on kind of scaffolding and ladder level. We weren't on rope, but we were still physically working. And you got to think some of these banners are humongous. Uh, I don't know, 100 foot by 300 foot. Uh, we had one continuous banner we did. My goodness, it 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 was, I think... 297 feet long and like 175 feet wide or something like that. And then we had another huge continuous one, that same 
trip. It was unreal. But um, with that being said, a lot of time spent um, exerting yourself. So you got to think of all the factors here. Dehydration, a physical exhaustion, lack of sleep, mental exhaustion, emotional exhaustion, because you think I'm in Florida, my family's in Georgia, so I'm missing my family. Um, so there, there was a lot daunting on that, but I was there. I was like, you know, the faster I get done, the faster I can get back home to my family and, or the faster I can get to the hotel room and, and go sleep. Um, so there was nights we stayed for a very long time. I remember back to back those two nights we stayed till midnight after being on rope for like seven to eight hours, 10 hours. And then one night, that third night, we pushed to like 4 a.m. and had to be back there at 8 a.m. the next morning. So needless to say, my immune system was a little crazy. We were out in the elements, the, the wind and the rain and the cold and all that good stuff, and totally depleting myself. So I got sick. I got very, very sick. Um, started with sniffles, like I have now, and I thought it was allergies, but it, it ended up being pure exhaustion. Um, just very, very fatigued, headache, vomiting, you name it. I got physically sick from that, and that's because I had gone too far. I allowed myself and others to help influence me to, to push my body. Um, ultimately, it's my fault. I take full credit because I didn't say no, I didn't stop. But So I, I had gone too far, um, and that... That wasn't good. So now here I am, sitting in a hotel room. I am supposed to be on the job, let my team down because I'm sick. So they're having to pick up extra weight. And then on top of that, I still have to fly home feeling like this. So luckily, I feel a little bit better by the time it is time to go home. But still, all I did was sleep on the plane because I am so drained. So with that being said... Knowing your limits and knowing when you've gone too far is important because I knew at that moment <laughs> I had gone too far. I knew when I started getting sick and, and just really belligerent, um, any break I got, I started sleeping. I normally don't do that. Um, there was times I didn't eat lunch for a couple of days because we were there almost a month and a half. So we were there for a while. But at the last of it, I, I got sick before I came home, and um, it was just bad. So in knowing your limits, knowing when you've gone too far, and, and you think of that. Think of, think of just times when you've had. Think of times and, and things you've done when you've pushed yourself too far. Now, there's a flip side to that. Knowing when you've gone too far, but also knowing the right amount of push to know when you can... Uh, push for a little bit more and challenge your limits. So um, when you push a little bit and you challenge your limits, it's really cool. And uh, I would be interested to hear some stories from you guys. If you're watching this video, sorry, I found this little piece of plastic I'm piddling with. I know it's very unprofessional, but I am a piddler. So thank you guys for being patient with that. But Knowing when you can push on more and knowing when to challenge your limits and, and how much to challenge your limits. So think of times when you guys have done that and put it in the comments. If you're on YouTube, comment below on this video. 
Um, uh, there's also links to our social media. Share with us on there. Um, there's going to be links to this podcast all over, so uh, we look forward to hearing from you. But if you're on Spotify or any other platform, Spotify, I know, has a place you can add comments and remarks, so please go and do that. Or just reach out to us on social media or our website and just tell us. Remember, it's Wilderness ILD. Any platform that we're on, you type that in. That's how you find us. So we'd love to hear from you on that and just share some of your stories. And who knows, maybe we even bring you on the podcast to kind of expand on that and and share it. Uh, We'd love to have that happen too. Um, and, and thank you all for just allowing us to be real and raw and transparent and for the, just wanting to hear my stories personally. And, um, just a little plug here. I'm excited that last week we had my cousin Brandon on here. He is incredible person. If you missed that podcast, go back and watch it or listen to it. Sorry, it doesn't have a video to it. But we're going to have more of our staff on. You're definitely going to hear more from Brandon. Um, And be looking out for an informational video on WILD, who we are, the heart behind it, how it started, how it was envisioned, those kind of things. I'm excited to bring that to you. That's going to explain everything, fill in all the blanks of why we're so scattered as a staff, why it works out that way, how technology is going to work in, our different meetups we're going to have, classes, you name it. It's all going to be there. (laughs) Excuse me. So, um, so be looking out for that video. Um, that video is going to, there's going to be a lot more time and effort put into that video because it's, it's going to be very informational. Um, so getting back on track here, enough chasing rabbits. We've talked about knowing your limits. We've talked about when you've gone too far. Now we're going to see when you challenge your limits and push just a little bit more and knowing how much to push, that's important. So, um, I think back to my uh, Rappel Master class. Uh, so, man, this is a great story for pushing limits. Um, I'll talk a little bit about this in another podcast too, but just a a short clip of that here. So, um, I Rappel Master class. That you have literally gone through every level at that point. You've gone through basic. Um, advanced, rescue, industrial, commercial, tactical. Um, there, if if rope ingenuity is a thing, you've done it. Uh, rigging, you've done it. So cave repelling, you've done it. There's a lot that goes into it to get to the repel master status. Um, I am really thankful I went through that class because I learned a lot. So. Um, you talk about challenge and limits. When you get in there, it is a next level class because you've already learned all the basics and the advanced and the advanced advanced kind of thing. So now it's this class is meant to bend you, break you, but mold you as well. So it challenges everything in you, your mental, your emotional, mainly your mental. Think clearly, those kind of things under stress, under distraction, extreme distraction, um, fatigue. So I learned from that Eberhardt story, and I learned from that Super Bowl story, and those kind of compiled, and here I am in this Repel Master story. So I'm going through this and uh, get to this class, and man, it's probably, um, like I said in other podcasts, kind of like Fight Club, you don't talk about it uh, because you can't give it away. I will tell you this, you get very little sleep, very little sleep. 
That's about 80 hours in three and a half, four days. It is extremely exhausting, but probably one of the best things you'll ever do in your life if you get a chance to do it. Um, and the challenges that are thrown in there are incredible. So um, we, um, me and my partner at the time, um, Alan Baker, shout out to you, Alan. Um, I'll put a link to his stuff in, in the description as well so you guys can check him out. Really cool person, great friend of mine. And I'm going to uh, have him on here very soon as well to talk to you guys. But he was my partner in this Repel Master class. And here we are. We're going through Repel Master, getting a little bit of sleep, a lot of information. Uh, we're challenging with different scenarios that we haven't seen before. Um, a lot of practical ingenuity involved, those kind of things. So we get kind of halfway through the course and we're exhausted we're we're snacking because there's not a whole lot of time to eat there's different scenarios that interrupt stuff and it's just a lot so here we are we get to the last day and we are drained so after being up all night and doing our scenarios and stuff before we can even end our course we have to test wow let me just tell you Doing a written test after that much intensity is very hard. So um, it's a timed test. You only have a certain amount of time to do it in. So you're, you're reviewing everything in the basics all the way up to the class you're in, plus the advanced stuff, plus the emergency side of stuff, plus the whole, I mean, there's so much in it. And once you get done with that, then you figure out if you pass or fail. And if you pass or fail, then, of course, you have to pay for it, and you have to wait a couple of days before you can retest. Um, sorry. This coffee's so good. But talking on the topic of challenging and knowing when to push a little farther, me and Alan were sitting there, and, man, I love that man. He's awesome. And, and... He is incredible, and Israel is an incredible instructor. So Israel at Trip Venture Sports, I'm going to put a link to them in, in here as well. Um, man, we looked at each other, sipping our coffee and our water and our energy drinks, and just like, you know what? The next stage of Repel Master is, is Repel Master Instructor. And Repel Master Instructor is a, a written test of course, because once you've reached Repel Master, then you have already been teaching, you have already been instructing, co-instructing, you've already been helping lead classes, lead adventures, lead repels, those kind of things. So it's pretty much just a, a knowledge test. And um, so here we are. We're like, let's go ahead and challenge it, man. So we look at each other and say, let's do it. So here we are, we get this test, and it's another timed test. And granted, get this, we've already pushed all these hours in a short period of time, have not been to sleep yet, have not eaten, just we're on a liquid diet for sure. We already took one test that mentally drained us, and now here we are, the instructor-level test, the, the, the test of all tests at, at, at this, this level, and we're going to challenge it. And we look at each other and like, man, you think we got this? You think we could do it? And and we rally around each other and we're like, yeah, we got it. You can do it. I can do it. Let's do it. 
So we challenged our limits, and our, our limits at that point were we were drained. Just It all encompassed we were drained, and we were ready to go to sleep. But we pushed through, and we took that test, and let me tell you, we both passed. We both passed our Rappel Master Instructor. It was two very long tests in a short period of time, back to back, on top of everything else we did, but we got it. And that's really cool. And let me tell you, just kind of getting back into the spiritual side of things, when you challenge your limits and you feel you can't make that or you can't uphold that challenge that you've challenged yourself, pray about it. I guarantee you. Prayer is huge. Prayer helps. And even in the moment, it may not seem like it, but it does. Let me tell you, I am a true walking testimony of it. I'd love to share my story with you any day, any time. And I probably one day will get on here and share my testimony. That would be great. But um, call on God. Call on the Lord to, to help sustain you in those moments. There was a lot of prayer that went into what we did. We prayed. We set up ropes. We prayed for safety the whole time. Uh, there was a lot of prayer that went into our course, just so you know. Um, but challenge yourself. Challenge your limits. And, and when it comes to God, dream bigger. Dream way bigger than you are. That's what wild is. This very thing right here, this podcast, you saw the photos at the beginning. You've heard the story of the journeys. You're going to hear some more on the journey. This is a dream that's unattainable without a little help. And um, the one helping us, I can rest assured that he's going to help us. So moving back to our our, uh, scenario here, we looked at each other. We challenged that test. We got it. And me and Alan walked out of there, man, very fulfilled, very um, proud of ourselves, proud of each other. And to this day, I will give honor to that man. He texts me almost every Friday, unless he's super busy. He says, happy Friday, coach. I love him for that. I love him as a person. He's a great dude. Um, but we did that. And this brings me to my last point. It it helps us grow to be stronger. So, just to recap. We talked about knowing our limits, the Everhart story. We kind of found our limits there and then we challenged or or we uh jumped over to the super bowl and we talked about when we've gone too far and what that looks like and then we talked about we just talked about knowing your uh, limits and how far you can push them and challenge your limits to get to where uh you want to be or you're trying to achieve and now that brings us to all of that a kind of journey, all of that process, it helps you grow to be stronger and better. Grow to be a stronger person, a better person. So think of when you're faced with challenges now. It's not as intense. It's not as uh, stressful. You don't automatically go to worst case scenario. You're able to stay calm and relaxed. You're able to think it through. You're able to process things because you know your limits. And with knowing your limits, the minute a scenario hits, I call it a bounce back. That's what I do. I shoot to the end of this is as far as I can go. Now let me bounce back to see. So it's kind of like throwing a bouncy ball. I throw that bouncy ball down to the end. There's my limit. That's as far as I can go with this. When the ball comes back, how many times did it hit? Where did it hit? These are the things I know I can do. I know I can control. And when I get to that other point, guess what? I got resources. I've got resources. And if not, 
hey, that's another point for me to challenge my limit and and grow to be stronger, but also know that I don't go too far. <laughs> kind of funny how I just wrapped all that back in. I know that was lame, but thank you for going with it. But yes, growing to be stronger. So saying all that to say this, here I am present day. I am currently in EMT school and I am also getting ready to finish up my basic life support instructor, EMT instructor. There's a lot of things going on in the background um, with me personally, not to mention the rest of the stuff our staff is going through as well. But with that, it has helped me grow to be stronger. All of these little events and some in between have helped me to grow to be stronger now. Where I knew my limit with education was I have trouble comprehending and I have trouble um, assessing and testing and, and retaining and stuff like that through challenging myself and finding ways to deal with it, but also relying on prayer. I, I hold a pretty high average in this class, actually second highest average in this class, not tooting my horn, just glory to God. And, and two, I, I give, um, how do I say it? Give credit to the things that I've experienced in life that's got me this far. With that being said, I've grown to be more mentally stable, more mentally strong. I process things better. Very seldom do I freak out about something. Um, and I know that challenges a lot of people because they're like, you just either don't care or you're too childish. But no, sometimes you just can't worry about it. But saying all that to say this, it has helped me grow to be stronger as a person. I'm more confident now. I'm more confident as a man, more confident as a leader, more confident as a person in general. I don't sweat the little things that I can't fix. I don't sweat the things that I know I can't do. Hey, that's why we have teams. The EMS system, a team. Wild, a team. Um, the people I do life with, they're my team. I know my limits. And guess what? Past my limits, there's other people with different limitations. They might just have the the skill set to fill in the blank where my limitations stop, which is beautiful. That's cool. That is okay. We need people. That's a part of knowing your limits is knowing how far to go. But also, now you know your limits, resource yourself. Use your resources. Use those things around you, those people around you that love you, that care about you. I, everybody's got someone that, that wants what's best for them and then wants to add value to them. So that's kind of where we are today and kind of drawing us to an end here. I want to challenge every one of you that are listening or watching to challenge your limitations in something. If it's a fear of heights, come repelling, go repelling. If it's a fear of tight spaces, Challenge yourself in a cave or something. I don't know. Figure out ways to challenge your limitations. And I guarantee you every little baby step, don't go extreme. Don't freak yourself out. Have a panic attack and now you're in the hospital because hyperventilating. Go start small, but challenge yourself. Challenge your limits. It'll help you grow to be stronger. And I would love to hear some stories, like I said, some stories about you guys and just things you've done and ways that you have overcome, maybe some challenges that you're facing right now, uh, or some limitations that you're just like, hey, Junior, I need I need some guidance. I need some coaching. I am not a 100% guru about life, but what I know, I'll be glad to help and share. I got your back. We got your back here at Wild. So, um, yeah, reach out to us on social media. 
look into that, think about it. Um, that's kind of wrapping up today's podcast. Uh, just quick announcements, like I said, be ready and looking out for our informational video for a while. It's kind of almost be like a promo video per se, but not necessarily a promo video. But it's just going to share the story of Wild, and I'm excited about that because it means a lot to me as um, the founder of just getting the story and the mission out to help people better understand who we are, where we are, what we're doing. Um, also, be on the lookout for more people on the podcast. Be on the lookout for more YouTube videos, trying our, our hand at vlogging. Um, going to start doing some micro-vlogging and some, some of that. Um, social media, follow us there. Like and subscribe, follow this podcast, follow us on YouTube, all the above. So, yeah, that's it. Thank you for being with us on this journey of this video podcast. And we're going to see how it works. And hopefully it is a good, fruitful outcome. We love you and we thank you. And until next time, stay true, stay wild. You've been listening to Wild with JR. Join us next time for more insight and encouragement to help you live out your full leadership potential.